Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Big Cat Rescue here. With Jimmy Just Bam. to let you know, Sean, I don't know if it's like this with the people on YouTube, but for me, I'm not hearing your mic very well. It's all bouncing off the walls in your well, place. Well, we'll see. Hold on. With Jimmy just Bam. to let you know, Sean, I don't know. If- it's just you. It's all just right. you and your crappy Toronto internet. Yeah, I guess I'm I pretty sure that's it. what it is. Because uh, let me tell you, if we have bad audio, even if we don't have bad audio, the live chat doesn't hesitate to let me know and send me in a panic when I can't fix anything. Very true. Yeah, everybody says, Sean sounds fine. Somebody okay, that's... said, YouTube notified me. By the way, guys, I just want to reiterate. Go. Let me reiterate this again. YouTube has told us, quote unquote, and you can never take what they say uh, quite literally, that they are holding our live shows until they are manually reviewed. Spoiler, they never get manually reviewed. Not in this landscape. So if we're not in your subscription boxes, if you can't find us here, go to Fightful.com. Fightful.com, FightfulPods.com has all of our shows. If you're wondering, oh, well, where is it on YouTube? Just go to Fightful.com. We have the YouTube link there. We have the MP3 link there. We have a download link there. That's where you go. Ah, oh, man. It's frustrating. But hey, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications so they won't let you know when we go live. It's the listen, you boy. Hey, Jimmy. There you go. I was just looking at my window here because UPS just came to my door. Uh-oh. I saw, I saw feet walking. I was like, who the hell is that? And it was, it was UPS. Um, first thing, I guess, uh, I mentioned last week that I, I uh, taped an interview with a former uh, WWF LJN executive. That is going live on Fightful Select tomorrow cool. for uh, subscribers. So check nice. it out tomorrow. We have, we put in a lot of work on this video. Camilla on my team has put in a lot of work. Yeah, he did. And, uh, and it's going up tomorrow, so that's going to be cool. My next question for you, Sean, uh, when you do your podcasts, you know, like say Monday night, your post-Raw show, and, and you do all the other stuff you do in the list, and you're going on Wednesdays, do you do that for the purpose solely of putting smiles on people's faces? 
I do it uh, for the purpose of putting a smile on my face in the form of uh, that direct deposit hitting every couple weeks. <laughs> That's the only reason? That's, That's the only, only reason? Only reason. I got to tell you, I we talked about this before. I... I respect Triple H. I have a lot of respect for his accomplishments. He was one of the best in the ring ever. He's done great things, I think, with uh, with developmental for WWE. Uh, I also credit him with uh, bridging the gap with guys like Bruno Sammartino before he passed away and the Ultimate Warrior before he passed away. So I have a lot of respect for Triple H. Very slowly, Sean, very slowly, he's morphing into Vince McMahon. Yeah. And I'm a little bit concerned uh, as a wrestling fan to see him very slowly over time morphing into Vince McMahon. More and more now when he's doing these interviews and he's doing these public relations things, we're seeing him use buzzwords that you know are a directive uh, from Vince McMahon. We're seeing him say things that are absolute bullshit uh, like pointing at the WrestleMania sign. We're seeing him more and more do these things. I would expect it from his wife because his wife is a chip off the old block. Uh, when it comes to public relations. So I would expect that from her. I always looked at him as being the more realistic one. He was yeah. the guy that would, after NXT TakeOver shows, would talk to the wrestling media, which, which Vince would never do. And and I respect all that about him. He did this interview with ESPN. It was a 10-minute interview promoting WrestleMania. I didn't count it, but he said the very obvious Mr. McMahon uh, buzzword or not buzzword, I guess more like a buzz slogan, putting smiles on people's faces. He said that at least three times in 10 minutes. So let me tell you how ridiculous this is, because I thought you were referring to another interview that Jeremy Lambert was telling me that he just he did another one with, with Mike that? Johnson of all people. Mike Johnson can get yelled at on a conference call and get an interview yeah. with Triple H, but I can't. What, what, that, what gives WWE? Uh, also, uh, please don't take away that Kofi Kingston interview I'm set for. Uh, but anyway, I posted a tweet, and I think it kind of sums it up, Jimmy. It's all about the game and how you play it. All about smiles on people's faces. That's really cute. But he said it twice in that interview, too. Uh, <laughs> I think he got three minutes in, and Jeremy had made a comment about it. Jeremy was like, yeah, uh, we're about three minutes in, and we've already got a smiles on faces comment. And then he dropped another timestamp, which I can only assume was uh, another smiles on faces thing and it's like ah man come on we get it you're you're putting a smile on your stock numbers what you're doing yeah i mean these are very obvious vince mcmahon directives and uh and and i've heard that term from vince mcmahon in the past and uh what i hate about this stuff is that when you look at their audience and we've talked about it, their audience is skewing older because those are people that have been fans for 20 plus years. That fan base has heard all this shit. Yes. You know what I mean? And that fan base, they need to understand it's, it's, it's annoying and it's a bit of a slap in the face because we've seen all this shit. We've heard all this shit. We know what this shit is. And I wish that they'd be a little more aware. I, again, I would expect it from Vince. I would expect it from Stephanie. A little bit disappointed in Hunter. That he's going down that road, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he is going to be the uh, the heir apparent, and so I guess what you got to do, you do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Fair, fair point. Yeah, it's so. it's weird. I mean, we're it's the term I keep using. It's a weird time. It's a unique situation. I mean, there there's a lot of stuff up in the air. I mean, your own city, Jimmy. They say no event through June. What? Yeah, but you know what? We're wow. we're we're going to get to it. Canada's done a pretty damn good job, yeah. if I'm being honest. Right. Hey, to be fair, Kentucky's done a really good job. Our governor is getting <laughs> global praise 
Is he? The way that he handles things. Every uh, there there is a Facebook group, Jimmy, dedicated to memes about our governor that has shot up beyond two hundred thousand likes. His actual page only has seventy five thousand, but really? memes about how good he's doing, uh, like over two hundred thousand. So I'm very lucky in that regard too. Very cool. So before we talk WrestleMania, because uh, because we're already kind of talking about what we're, I want to talk about next. Before we talk about WrestleMania, it was announced today, April 1st, by the governor of Florida. His name is Ron DeSantis, that a stay-at-home order is being issued for the entire state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to start at midnight uh, Thursday, April 2nd, and it's in, fact, it's in effect for the next 30 days. And this order mandates all persons in Florida to limit their movements and personal interactions outside of their home to essential services or activities. Now, I don't know if uh, live professional wrestling is considered an essential service. I'm thinking probably not. Yeah, I'm going to say a big fat no. Yeah, yeah. And so the reason we bring this up is because AEW, we're doing this on uh, on uh, Wednesday, April 1st. AEW is taping uh, Dynamite tonight. They're doing it from an undisclosed location because Daly's Place now is using the parking lot next door as a testing center. For the coronavirus, so they had to move out of Daly's place. They are not disclosing the location because they don't want fans to show up. My point is, and I was going to, funny enough, before this news broke today, I was going to kind of criticize AEW a bit, saying that they don't have any foresight, just like Vince McMahon, because they were going live every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought to myself, you've got to be smarter than that. You've got to, when, when you have guys at the building, you got to tape. Yes. Well, now, tonight is their opportunity. I don't know how many guys are going to be there because obviously a lot of people can't fly in. But whoever's there, this is your opportunity. Get stuff in the can because it is now official that you're probably not producing any more wrestling shows for the next month. Yes. So Film as much get, stuff as you can. They got a tournament they just announced, which we'll talk about. Yes. But yes. I, I'm told that they had taped a couple things. Maybe. Uh, all right. Maybe, but they got to do four weeks, weeks worth of TV. And when you look at WWE, uh, I understand that they had taped through next week. And if that's the case, they got three weeks worth of TV. Raw, three hours. SmackDown, two hours. NXT, two hours. We're going to be seeing a lot of old shit, Sean. Oh, yeah. There, there's a good chance that on Mondays and Fridays we might not have reviews because it might be old content. And yes. the thing is, Jimmy, we said it over and over again. They should be taped through May right now, just in case. And you know what? If some miracle happens and you can go back to stuff in May, well, you know what? You've got an awful lot of cool, never-before-seen footage that you can release at some point. Like, But the fact that they have had six or seven, okay, probably by now, I don't know, two, three SmackDowns, a couple Raws, a couple NXTs, they had like, 10, 11 days of taping, and they didn't get anything beyond next week. That's embarrassing. Yep. Now, moving on to Mania, and and I guess the first thing I should say, I got a little bit of heat on Twitter because I mentioned uh, um, the Roman Reigns thing, and somebody said you should put spoilers at the front of it. Oh, God. Uh, and you know what? I mean, I guess that's fair if someone's trying to avoid stuff because they don't want any spoilers about it's, WrestleMania. But It's fair if they don't follow him on Instagram because he put it out there himself. Yeah, and it's all over now, and Hunter even acknowledged it in an ESPN interview. But uh, I want to talk about some Mania stuff. Now, first and foremost, I don't want to sound like a broken record, and I also don't want to keep patting myself and you on the back, Sean. But we are not executives in WWE. I am not the chairman of the board for WWE, and yet I saw this three weeks ago. 
And so I really, really think that Vince McMahon deserves criticism, especially now if they're going to have four weeks or three weeks of not having uh, new content for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. I think he deserves criticism because he did not have his finger on the pulse of reality. He didn't. And and that's just kind of how it is. And maybe you can say the same about Hunter when it comes to NXT. But just look at the dates. On March 13th, okay, March 13th. That was two and a half weeks ago, Sean. On March 13th, they did their first empty arena show at the Performance Center. That was the first SmackDown taping that they did. On March 16th, which was the following Monday, they announced officially that WrestleMania was moving to the Performance Center. But they damn well knew they were doing it before they announced it. Yes. They probably knew on the 13th that they were going to be moving Mania to the Performance Center. But they announced it officially on March 16th. It wasn't until nine days later. And in this landscape, things have changed so quickly day to day. Nine days is almost like an eternity. Yes. It wasn't. It wasn't until nine days later that they uh, officially started taping stuff uh, on the 25th. Started taping stuff for WrestleMania. All of that to me, it's just unacceptable that they let this stuff happen. On the March 20 edition of SmackDown, they had Roman Reigns and Bill Goldberg at the PC to do the contract signing. That week, you and I on this podcast said, "Tape the match." You've got them there, tape the match. Things are changing so quickly day to day, you don't know if the guys are going to be available. Because at that time, they were still hoping to go live on April 5th. Things were changing so quickly day to day, we said tape the match. Things escalated so quickly, they waited way too long, and the card has fallen apart. Roman Reigns is only one aspect. They're very lucky that he's the only main event level guy that, uh, as far as we know, is off the card. They're very lucky because it could have been Taker. It could have been Cena. It could have been Brock. It could have been Goldberg. It could have been Edge. It could have been Randy Orton. It could have been any one of those other guys. Uh, and so I think they're lucky. But what we do know, and again, spoilers, if you don't want to know Mania stuff, viewer discretion is advised, I suppose. We know Roman's off. We know The Miz was sent home. We know Andrade is off. They claim it was an injury. I call bullshit. Yeah, I uh, he was in the ring with Rey Mysterio, and Rey Mysterio had to quarantine, so I call bullshit on the injury, but he's off the card. Buddy Murphy's off the card. I believe Asuka was taken off the card. Remember, right? No. Uh, no, no, that's she's, not true? She's, no, she's still Okay, there. okay, but a bunch of people were. This all could have been prevented if they had had more foresight. One week in this landscape was a massive amount of time. That should have been and priority. Mania should have been priority over Raw, over SmackDown, over anything, because WrestleMania you stand much more of a chance of people actually staying home and saying, hey, that WrestleMania thing is on. Maybe something cool will happen there because obviously, Jimmy, nobody gives a shit about Raw or SmackDown right now. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it before. I mean, number one, the news networks are getting a lot of viewers, but number sure. two, the empty arena thing is played out. Hey, I don't care and if, it's, it's, if it's Monday Night Football or news networks or whatever it is. Nobody's watching. And when, no. when I say, and, guys, nobody's watching, I don't mean literally nobody is watching because, as you know, I watch the shows because if you say that, people will be like, oh, actually, 1.9 million, watch that. And that's more than <laughs> AEW, <laughs> twice as much as AEW. Can you put yeah. the glasses on when you do that? I can. <laughs> well, uh, you know – there was a, not even a good WrestleMania, and it did nearly as many viewers four years old than all the new AEW stuff. So, <laughs> get real, man. Good I, job, I mean, buddy. Good job, buddy. Like I tell you, thirty thousand tweets a month—they ain't all going to be winners, but 
There you go. No, and and you know it's funny because you were you were teasing me. It's kind of funny you're bringing this up. You were teasing me a bit. So, uh, little side note about Roman Reigns that I kind of just want to say. So on Twitter, I broke down the timelines that I just I just explained. I broke down. This is when they started doing empty arena shows. This is when they started taping Mania matches. They waited way too long. Yada yada yada. And the point I was trying to make was they could have kept Roman Reigns on the card if they had have been thought quicker. Because Roman, the day of the taping, showed up. And it wasn't until he found out that The Miz was under the weather that he decided, screw it, I'm not moving forward because I'm immunocompromised and who knows if he's going to test positive. And that's when he decided to, to bolt. If they had a thought ahead, if they had done it the day of the contract signing, they could have got it done because it's not like Roman didn't want to do the match. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was I was explaining the timeline on Twitter. People kept on missing the point and they kept on thinking that I was they, – they, they would respond and say, but it was Roman's decision. And I'd be like, but that's not my point. My point yeah. is WWE missed the timeline. I'm I fully respect Roman Reigns' decision. I have no issue with Roman Reigns' decision at all. Fully respect it. My point was, if WWE had to move quicker, they could have got the match in, and uh, they waited too long. And now here they are. And again, we saw this coming weeks ago. If they had to move one week ahead, Sean, just one week ahead, not only would they've gotten all the matches in as scheduled, but they could have taped more TV too. Mm-hmm. And and after next week, they got nothing in the can. They're going to have to get creative, and we talked about it. If they're smart, do what they're doing on backstage right now. If they're smart, get The Rock to call one of his matches with whoever his opponent was. If you want to have him and Austin both on webcam calling one of their matches, that could be entertaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get get Batista and Triple H on webcam calling one of their matches, whoever it is, that could be very entertaining if they do that. My concern is I don't see him doing it. I don't think this man has a freaking clue what he's doing and so i don't think they're gonna do it but to me as a viewer i would much rather watch that than just watch another match in the can without anything new over it yeah and it's it's frustrating because the promos have been great and i've been talking to people backstage about how great the promos are but if you don't have anything to promote there is no promo and right now they don't have anything to promote they should have gotten stuff in the can, and I will scream that until I'm blue in the face. WWE lacks foresight. Now, oh, it's Vince McMahon. Vince, it's all Vince yeah, McMahon. Vince McMahon lacks foresight, and specifically about this situation, but over many situations. Do you know how many people I've got saying stuff like, look, I, I got into it with Denise. She's like, oh, Goldberg's a draw. I'm like, well, the thing is, Braun Strowman should be the draw. Like if they if they do Strowman versus Goldberg, Strowman should yeah. be the draw. And people are saying like <laughs> I had someone in the comment section say, Well, why isn't there a boom period if Braun's so great? Well, because WWE doesn't want him to be that great. They screwed it up. They screwed it up. Also, yeah. I would ask to you, where's the wrestling boom period now? Bill Goldberg's your boy. He's the champion. If he's supposed to be so great, where is this boom period? That he's supposed to usher in by just putting a title belt on him. It doesn't work like that. He no, and it, it. it was a it was a shooting from the hip uh, moment. Yeah. It, it because, was a last minute. Hey, I think uh, Goldberg and uh, Roman is a bigger match, and he it had was no just foresight. No yeah, foresight. None no at foresight. all. No. Throwback twenty seven sent a monster super chat per usual. Big thank you. You know he's almost making me feel like a little guy. Uh, in the pocketbook here, Sean. Good, good. He should. He should. You know what, Jimmy? I'm probably not coming to Toronto this year. Your country won't let me in. So uh-huh. I, I think you should just replicate the experience here. We'll we'll get like a bunch. I'll do like the you know the the kittens on a stick that you did. 
but it'll mm-hmm. just be people in your office, and I'll go, hey, what are you doing, Ape? Like that, and I'll pretend I'm hanging out with Canadians. Because we all sound like that, all of us. Yeah, like Terrence and Phillip. But Throwback27 says Massachusetts has a stay-at-home order till May 4th, but my job is considered essential. With the limited amounts of taping that WWE has and Florida shutting down, where would the WWE have to consider going when it comes to filming content rather than rebroadcast stuff? Braun needs to win, and Oldberg needs to go. Well, Well, we'll first say... I appreciate everybody who is still out and working. Whether you should be or not, I appreciate every single one of you. I had somebody thought I was joking about the postal people. No, I I thank them so much. Like, I'm ordering something every day to try to keep keep myself occupied. So big thank you. I agree, and and same thing with the people at the grocery stores. My my wife goes shopping once a week, uh, and she has a mask and gloves she wears and stuff. A lot of people at the grocery stores, they don't have anything. Like some of them are lucky if they have like a, a shield at the cashier. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of them don't have anything. And you hear stories in the news every now and then about so-and-so from this store just tested positive. And that's going to happen. You know, the, 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 the story that I think is the most unfortunate is people that are uh, losing their life and they're alone because they won't let their family in. That sucks. Yeah. To me, that's the worst part of this whole thing. There's been a lot of stories about somebody would die and they'd have to be on FaceTime with their family. That sucks, man. That's the worst part of this entire thing. Yeah, I saw there was a, a comedian who's friends with Chris D'Elia, and he posted his message about how he was in the hospital for eight days, and they straight up tell you it's going to go really good or it's going to go really bad. And if it goes really bad, you're not going to see your family. Like That it, sucks. It, this might be it. And that's that's my worst fear. That's my Every every time my wife, they bring her in to, to school to work, I'm like, mm. why? What is there possibly – that you all could have her do there that she could not do here. Yeah. There's nothing, and, and it's risky. I, my hair is ridiculous right now because I can't get my hair cut. I, I've been getting – I having a having a family, family – I just got my it. done, Sean. You should try try doing it my yeah, way. I'm not, but I have my a family member who cuts it. My wife does this for free. Well, I get mine done for free too. But I will. I don't know when I'll get to see my family again. That that goes for everybody. Like you just mm. never know. As far mm. as uh, where they can be, I think they're. I know that Connecticut they signed an executive order asking people to stay home. I don't know if they had an official stay at home order, but. Well, here here's my opinion. So um, I don't think anyone's going to want to travel. Exactly. Unless unless maybe WWE can use their jet. I mean, that's always possible. But the problem is, again, depending, I guess, on the state, things are changing so quickly. I think that in a very short period of time, there's going to be, I think it's going to end up being state by state, but eventually nationwide, limiting gatherings to five or less, I think, mm-hmm. is going to happen. Uh, and again, I know in the province of Ontario and Canada, Canada has actually done a, a really good job. The number of cases here per capita is minuscule compared to the U.S. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is because they acted quite quite a bit quicker. I mean, I've already been off. This is my third week that, that we've been in isolation. Uh, and a lot of states in the U.S. didn't move quite as fast. I think that they will eventually implement gatherings of five or less. And when they do that, in theory, how are you going to have a match when you've got to have at least two wrestlers, a referee, a guy holding the camera, uh, and a guy broadcasting? I mean, they could have the broadcaster in another location. That's fair. But minimum, you need four people. Minimum. Uh, I think it's going to be very difficult. I, I still think they need to just do what Backstage is doing and get the wrestlers involved. 
I would find that interesting. If you can get guys like Rock, Cena, Batista, Taker even, Stone Cold Steve Austin, guys who you don't see every week on TV uh, to be doing commentary over their matches, I would find that entertaining. I don't see them doing it, but yeah. why not? The guys are at home. They got nothing to do. They're at home. All of them. It doesn't matter if you're The Rock or if you're the guy curtain jerking at the start of the show. They're all at home. Yeah, they're so, all at home. I'm in. I'm yeah. on day twenty one of my isolation right now, just staying away from everybody. And aren't you like always kind of sort of on isolation? Kind of, but I mean, I at least once a month I travel and get interviews and stuff like that. Like at least once a month I'm going somewhere for that. Uh, throwback asks, uh, does Jimmy see the super chats on screen? No. I don't think he usually does, and no. I try not to throw the amount out there, but I'll just go ahead and say it. Throwback tossed down a five hundred dollar super chat just now, just now. It's, Where the hell? Are you, like, did, did this guy? Obviously, he must have a really, really good paying job, or you won the lottery or something. Good for you, bud. Yeah, he's a, he's a GM. He's a GM. Uh, he should be the GM of Raw or SmackDown at this point. Like, just have throwback out there making matches. That way, Paige doesn't have to. I think I think we need a GM of WWE because uh, they really missed the mark on this one. And and I got to tell you again, I'm not impressed with AEW either. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I have a lot of respect for Tony Khan. I don't think much of Cody Rhodes as an executive, and I mean that with no disrespect. I just don't. Yeah. Uh, but Tony Khan, I have a lot of respect for. I think he really missed the mark on this one too. I couldn't believe that they kept going week to week, especially when they saw where WWE was. Yeah. Like, they saw the WWE we started to tape, and yet they were still going live week to week. I thought that was very foolish very short-sighted on their part and uh yeah that's just my opinion i guess i just think i think both companies dropped the ball since throwback is so generous and has gm experience i'm going to make him the gm of fightful at the request that he schedules a match between me and melissa i want more opportunities now i get it the fightful championship is 24 7 rules and yes we instated that before the wwe 24 7 title Yep. But I I just want his permission for me to grow my hair back out miraculously and seek out this championship. That's that's what I want. I'll wait for Throwback's blessing. Aaron okay. J. Oh, by the way, he says Braun Strowman needs to beat Oldberg, and Oldberg needs to go. I agree. I agree. I am much more interested in Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns than Roman Reigns and Goldberg, especially if Reigns and Goldberg isn't going to be taped. Yeah, I mean, I do want to say again, I, I don't blame Goldberg. Uh, I mean, do, do I think Goldberg has, has not looked great in some of, his, some of his interviews, like real interviews? Yes. Uh, he comes off arrogant. He's, he takes himself too seriously. But I don't blame him. I mean, he, he was getting a big payday to go to Saudi Arabia. Vince McMahon was the one that decided to put the belt on Goldberg. I don't blame him for that, you know? And so uh, I think that when people look at it like, you know, blaming Goldberg, saying he's not a ratings draw and whatever – Goldberg just all he knows is they called me and said we'll give you this much money and yep. come in like I don't blame him for any of that stuff. This yeah, is not either. a it's not a Bill Goldberg problem. It's a Vincent Man problem. Yeah. And and everything we're seeing, whether it comes to the creative, whether it comes to lack of foresight with getting stuff taped, whatever it is, that's Vince McMahon. That's not has nothing to do with Bill Goldberg. Yeah, I agree. Uh, by the way, Throwback did grant me my opportunity, so I will be seeking out Melissa uh, during isolation. Aaron Jay's fan says, how about air the best of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT? Well, they've been doing about a third of the show that way, and numbers have tanked. So I don't know that that's a good – I don't think they should do that, but they might not have a choice. 
Yeah, they got to find a way to get some stuff live. And 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 again, I look at backstage as the template. You know what I mean? I mean, I, whoever's in charge of the backstage show, Fox executives, I guess, they have enough foresight to still present live, you know, fresh content. There's no reason why WWE cannot do that. Zero reason why they can't do it. And so uh, I think they should. Matter of fact, get Vince McMahon out there to do commentary on one of his matches. Yeah. That could be interesting because he's got nothing to do. Yeah. Like I. show's got a TV show to promote. Like have him do commentary on something. Right. Right. There's a lot of stuff they could do. It just comes down to if they have the, the, the foresight to do it. Now, another WrestleMania note I want to talk about because uh, I saw some people saying doesn't make sense, doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. So I want to talk about it. It was announced that WrestleMania is going to air on pay-per-view via the Fox Sports app and FoxSports.com um, well, every let me, Tuesday. Let me tell you, Jimmy, sorry to cut you off. I tweeted that and the price. Oh, I I just want to say, guys, if you follow me, I love you. I appreciate you. You mean a lot to me. Do you know how many just fools I had that acted like I didn't know? <laughs> Why would anybody do that? The WWE Network is free. Oh, hold on. <laughs> The WWE Network is free, so why would you, who in the right mind would do something like that? I had thousands, Jimmy, thousands of people that said that. I encourage you, go through the replies and look. And about five hours in, I was like, I regret this tweet. Oh my God, God! Well, you know what? Not not that I want to single him out, but even our own Kyler James said it doesn't make sense. Uh, and I was very hey, quick. To res- yeah, I was very quick to respond to him, explain to him why it does. But uh, but let's just let's just let me just get it out real quick. So they're going to be WrestleMania is going to be airing on pay per view on the Fox Sports app. Fight TV is also going to be uh, airing WrestleMania on pay per view. Uh, now here's the answer when people say doesn't make sense. You can get it on the network for ten bucks. Doesn't make sense. Not everybody has the network. People need to understand this. I don't remember. I don't remember what the what the subscriber number is last quarter. I don't remember. Uh, but there's a shit ton of people that do not have the network. Those are the people that you're targeting. That's number one. Number two, these outlets need content. Yes. They need it. They don't have a lot of live content. So it makes sense that Fight would want it. It makes sense Fox Sports would want it. Of course, it's good for WWE because those are buys that they can get their cut on. But then on top of that, when you look at Fox in particular, uh, forget about Fight because Fight's not going to be in the in negotiations for the rights. But when, when, it, when you look at Fox in particular, this is much like the ESPN TV deal because I, I forgot to mention another point about Fox. Uh, every Tuesday night, I believe it started this week. Uh, Fox Sports is going to be airing old WWE programming. This week it was the 2020 Rumble. Uh, future weeks they're going to have one-hour editions of WrestleMania's 31, 33, 34, and a bunch of other stuff too. Just check your listings to see what they're going to yeah. be airing. They're not doing this by accident. They're doing this, I believe, for the same reason the ESPN is airing stuff on Sundays. They want to gauge interest from their viewers in the WWE brand. Yeah, That's why they're doing it. They want to gauge the interest in their viewers because they're probably talking to WWE about the pay-per-view rights. And so that's the other reason that they're doing it. It makes absolute sense. If you're a network subscriber, sure. Then you're thinking, well, that's stupid. I can just get it for $9.99. They're not targeting you. They're targeting the people that are not a network subscriber. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I agree. And there there are a lot of regions that don't have WWE Network as constructed. 
that that just don't have that availability, and they're doing that. And you know what? If uh, WWE can make some money off of it, and those platforms can, good for them. I, now, I've had a lot of people that are like, oh, on Mondays, they should show old Nitros. I'm like, they, they ain't doing that. <laughs> cut, cut that shit. Come on. Somebody said that? A lot of people did. Uh. Old WCW pay-per-views. They should start over Raw from 93. Yeah, we got to see that Randy Savage versus Repo Man match. Yeah. Real bad, guys. Oh, boy. We gotta oh, see, boy. We got to see the Kona Crush deal. Oh, okay. That ain't happening. We're not going to see... Doink. I actually enjoyed the original Doink. The original Doink, I thought, was pretty fun. I was about to say, Doink was heavily featured on Raw in those early He was days. good. Like the Matt yeah. Bourne heel Doink? He was. He was good. I liked him. But I don't think we're exactly going to see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zachary Schimmel sends a super chat and says, Sending a super chat to support Fightful. I hope everyone in the Fightful family is not struggling through this. Uh, most of our people are doing pretty good. People like Robert, Carlos, uh, David Tease, myself, Jeremy, we're all salaried and jimmy hasn't cut us off at the legs yet 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 no my business has, hasn't been affected by this yet and uh the government is actually doing their part to help out with like interest-free loans and things like that because yeah. it is expected that our vendors and i know that uh friends of mine in other businesses they're already experiencing it with their vendors yeah. people are paying late because of coronavirus. Okay. And so uh, the government's stepping in and helping with interest-free loans. So we'll be okay. So if we'll be Melissa right. gets fired, the title is vacant. If she gets fired. If she if gets she fired. Gets, unless if she, unless were, she loses it first, I guess. If she were to accidentally get fired on accident or, I don't know, get pushed down a flight of stairs and couldn't work anymore. There you go. Or, I don't know, anything like that, then she would then vacate the title. I'm not saying that I would push her down the stairs. I'm just saying if she accidentally fell down the stairs on accident. Right, just tripped by accident. Yeah, right. just tripped on accident. If I were to try to uh, – not me, sorry. If somebody were to try <laughs> to catch her taking a shit and accidentally kick the door into her face and she like just couldn't do anything and she couldn't type anymore and couldn't do anything, then she would then vacate the title, right? I think we need to move on. So I want I want to uh, talk another thing about WWE business uh, because uh, I'm sure you've seen the stock and and again the economy in general. You know the, the market hasn't been great, but uh, Alan Gould he is a Wall Street analyst for Loop Capital Capital Markets, uh, which is an investment bank, and he has downgraded the WWE stock to a thirty dollar price target. Yeah. He believes that you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. At the quote-unquote transformative deal that WWE is banking on for pay-per-view rights isn't coming. Like he's flat out said he doesn't think it's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he look when you, when you look at the fact that Vince McMahon and we I, we haven't really talked about this before on this podcast. Vince McMahon recently sold about three point five million shares. He did so on a prepaid forward contract, which means that he doesn't have to actually pay the money for four years uh, or, or turn in the stock for four years, but he gets the cash now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's another reason uh, Alan Gould says he doesn't think Vince would have done that ahead of a big announcement for a pay-per-view rights deal. Yeah. So he, belie- he believes that a deal isn't coming. Obviously, you know, given the pandemic, given everything we're living through, I don't think anybody is looking to do a deal like that right now. Yeah. So I don't think a deal like that would get done anyway. And obviously, Vince knows more than we do about the status of negotiations. And so, uh, you know, maybe him selling the stock isn't a very good indication of things. I've got my own speculation as to why he's doing it. Go ahead. Tell us. Pure speculation, though. So I, I don't want anybody to, to take this and say, you know, this is happening. It's pure speculation. So the first thing is, um, again, the status of the pay-per-view rights. I don't think a deal's coming anytime soon. I don't think it's never coming because they're they're doing the stuff with ESPN, they're doing the stuff with Fox, but they had thrown a March 31st date as their deadline that they believed that they were going to have a deal announced. Granted, that was before coronavirus, you know, came along, but we're past that date. No deal has been announced. I don't think anything's coming, uh, and that means that there's no reason for the stock to push upward. So that's one reason why I think I think uh, Vince did this. Another reason, and I'm just again purely speculating, is they canceled the XFL after five weeks, and whatever Vince Man projected in terms of you know earmarking cash for the next three years of the XFL, he didn't earmark that cash, expecting that after five weeks they're going to be wiping out their season, right? That means that maybe he needs a little bit more cash in order to meet those projections. I mean, again, I'm just speculating. So that's another reason. Uh, another one is, and again, I'm not suggesting Vince is sick. I'm not suggesting Vince is sick. I, and sorry, I smiled at that, guys. I didn't, oh, did you? I didn't mean to take yeah. joy at that. It's just no. I'm not suggesting I, he's sick. I was smiling at Jimmy, specifying that he wasn't doing. Maybe that. he's planning out his estate. It's 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 not unrealistic to think that he could be planning out his estate. He's going to be 75 this year. And so maybe he's planning out his estate, just making sure that he's got his affairs in order and 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 all of that. Because again, it's a four-year contract. Uh, he'd be seventy-nine by then. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's just kind of planning things out. Pure speculation on my part, but uh, yeah, I don't think that pay-per-view rights deal is coming anytime soon. I don't agree with Alan Gould that it's just not coming. Period. But I don't think it's coming anytime soon. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, Vince McMahon. We'll at least be kept abreast of what's going on in the worst worst of scenarios, and I think that if I think if there's a, a reason for him to hold on to his stock, he's going to do that. I think that he at least is, is has people in his ear telling him what things are are available and what are going to look forward to. Do you think that he's directly involved with those negotiations? Uh, at least somewhat, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're not going to greenlight a deal without his uh, his approval. Yeah, and I just wondered to what extent because 
I had heard that Barrios and Wilson were kind of in the way, so to speak. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think what it was was so you know. I think Vince Mann would probably be the first guy to maybe admit that he is not exactly the most advanced uh, yeah. digitally, you know, or he's not exactly the most advanced when it comes to technology. I'm sure that he was he was leaning on them. I remember when they when they launched the network and they at the time everybody was saying how far ahead of their time they were mm-hmm. that they launched at the time that they did. And I think that he heavily leaned on them because apparently they were the ones that wanted to include the pay-per-views in the price. Uh, I think he heavily leaned on them and kind of, you know, leaned on their guidance and it didn't work out. And that's just how it is. They devalued the, 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 the pay-per-views, WrestleMania especially, they devalued it. And so I think that that's why they took the heat. I think that Vince probably recognized, okay, we have the opportunity now to get this pay-per-view rights deal. And if we do, it's kind of sort of going to make the yeah. network implode. And they were the ones that wanted to do it that way. And I think they were kind of the scapegoats. I think that they had the earnings call coming up and they needed somebody to, to point at. And so they were the scapegoats. And I think that's kind of how it all played out. To me, it is really indicative and, and damning of the level of their product when they make it more easily visible to everybody and their cable television audience has halved. And there's going to be a lot of people that, message me acting like DVR didn't exist in 2014. Let me tell you guys, it did. Streaming illegally or legally existed in 2014. The number of homes isn't that different from then, but the number of homes watching WWE is half. From that promo where Triple H said, oh, well, (laughs) me and my friend Mark, we're not going to watch anymore. They are half of that. That is not cord cutters that is not dvr i mean it might a significant part might be dvr because you don't have to watch the show anymore but i think it's pretty wild that they made it more available to <coughs> a wide base than ever before r.i.p jimmy uh than, than ever oh it's wrong over pipe. it's Sorry, over wrong pipe wrong pipe how's that living will am i in it wrong pipe wrong pipe i'm actually redoing it as we speak sean Hey, Jimmy! I realized that my son's not in my last copy, so I'm redoing it to put my son in there. Fair. Probably should. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I just think it's eh, pretty pretty upsetting. I want to add one other wrinkle to the whole story. So, um, you know, WWE and AEW, they've gotten some criticism for continuing to tape TV. And they've gotten some criticism about how, you know, you're not taking care of your talent and you're not letting them self-isolate and you're making them come to TV every week. Um, a new wrinkle to this story that can kind of explain why they did it. Uh, John Urand, he is with the Sports Business Journal, and he reported on March 31st that DAZN, or DAZN as we kind of jokingly like to call them sometimes, DAZN has started telling sports leagues that they will not pay rights fees for games that have been suspended or canceled because of the coronavirus pandemic. They're believed to be the first media company to make that decision, but they're not believed to be the last. Yeah. And so I think it's not unreasonable to believe that WWE and AEW had these concerns that if they can't deliver, that USA and Fox might want some kind of a creditor or make good, that TNT might want some kind of creditor or make good. And there's something people need to, need to understand. T- TNT has been the bloodline for AEW. Mm-hmm. And people are people are going to say, well, what do you mean? The cons are billionaires. Before they signed the new deal with TNT, because when was the new one? January, I think. Yeah. Before they signed the new deal with TNT, 
AEW was bleeding heavily. They were bleeding money. Their payroll is excessive for a small company. Uh, production costs. TNT was only covering production costs. They were getting a rev share on the advertising, which is not significant. Before they re-signed in January and got that guaranteed money, they were bleeding. And I guarantee you, whether the cons are billionaires or not, it was going to get to the point where Shad Khan was going to say to Tony, you got to pull the plug on this. Yeah. Like, it is, we're just bleeding too much money. They were very lucky that they got that new deal and they got that new guaranteed money. And so now when you're having to do empty arena shows, but you're still paying the guys every every week or every two weeks, you're able to cover it because you got that guaranteed money. But who knows if they stopped producing TV weeks ago, if TNT might have said, well, look, you know, we got to talk about the, the, uh, the contract because you're not producing any new television. That's a big reason, I think, why they continue taping. And, by, and by w- the way, WWE w- has a deal with the zone as well in Japan, or at least who they do- did. Who does? WWE. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have a deal with with DAZN in Japan, and a lot of people have deals with DAZN in Japan. And we've seen Bellator, they just were like, you know what, we're canceling April and May, doesn't matter. We're going ahead and doing it. I don't think it's unreasonable for those streaming companies either, because DAZN spent a lot of money. A lot of oh. money. When, when they weren't busy uh, filing shit copyright claims on us, then they were spending a lot of money on content, and... I, I don't really blame them. Also, uh, man, some more unfortunate news. Habib Nurmagomedov just confirmed his fight with Tony Ferguson isn't happening. Why did he go to Russia? Because I mean, he's stupid. I, I don't think that he wants to fight Tony Ferguson. I have not thought that he's wanted to fight him, which is wild because he's one of the best fighters in the world. But for pro wrestling fans that don't realize, these are two arguably – Best lightweights ever, one on an 11-fight win streak, the other one undefeated. They were scheduled to fight in 2004 or 2015, and Nurmagomedov hurt his rib. They were scheduled in 16, Ferguson got hurt. Scheduled in 17, and Nurmagomedov got hospitalized. Scheduled in 18, and Ferguson tore his knee in the Fox Studios over a cable cord. 2019, it couldn't really happen because Habib was suspended for most of the year. And then by the time... um, he came back, Ferguson was injured and was not ready to fight, and then it was supposed to happen again this year, and here we go. A global pandemic unfolds, Jimmy. Heartbreaking, because this was this was the one thing. I was I was looking forward to this fight more than WrestleMania. Yeah, you know what, though? Um, I, I don't want to go too into MMA, because a lot of our, our listeners don't know MMA, but mm-hmm. Khabib was training in the U.S. Yes. And so... When I heard that he went back to Russia, I thought, why the hell would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. It was obvious there was going to be a travel ban. He wasn't going to be able to get back. Yep. So I don't think he wanted to fight. I don't think he wanted to fight. And and hey, if he didn't want to fight in this climate, I get it. I get it, man. I'm not going to sit here and say he was scared or anything. Maybe scared of COVID-19, not necessarily scared of Tony Ferguson. Although most humans would be scared of Tony Ferguson. The man is a nut. Yeah, his last fight, though, he almost got beat. Who, who did he fight in his last fight again? Tony oh, Ferguson? Oh, gosh. Um, he almost got beat in that fight. Well, he almost gets beaten in a lot of his fights. Not Cerrone, was it? Oh, it, it, he had a good fight with Cerrone. But, no, well, his, his last one, he was all bloodied up. and He, he, got, was, he, he was, almost got beat by Lando Venata. He almost got knocked out by him years ago, but... I don't know. Oh, man. I want to talk more about uh, AEW. Um, they issued a press release on March 30. 
announcing something that I think we all expected. This was one of the most melodramatic announcements because we all kind of saw it coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're creating a mid-level title. It's essentially a TV title. And they're calling it the TNT Championship. There's uh, an eight-man tournament is scheduled. It's supposed to begin next Wednesday, April eighth, on Dynamite. Yeah. They're gonna. They're probably gonna have to tape, you know, most of the tournament. The finals are scheduled for Double or Nothing on May twenty third in Vegas. We'll see if that happens or not. Now, when we were talking about WWE moving Mania to the Performance Center instead of rescheduling. Uh, on this podcast, I said this is one of the th- these things where I understand it, but I hate it. That's what I said. When it, was that somebody going by at your house? Yes, Jimmy. I live in what is called a town. There's a road right in front of my home in which vehicles sometimes drive by. I do not live I in the see. suburbs yet. Yet. Okay. I'm trying to get there. Well, in terms of the TNT championship, this is another situation where I understand it, but I hate it. Yeah. Just like Mania not rescheduling, I understand it, but I hate it. Look. I just kind of mentioned it. TNT has been their lifeblood. I get it. You know what I mean? They're 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 kind of keeping them going when in in a tough time like this. Mm-hmm. It's their broadcast partner. I get it. You they, know what they, I mean? they allow people to see them right out of the sunset on their color TV screens on <laughs> TNT. There you go. There you go. But I absolutely hate that they're calling this the TNT Championship, and I can't emphasize enough how much I hate it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you why. Number one, this is corporate pandering at its worst. It's really yeah. bad, really bad. Uh, and again, I don't want to I don't want to you know shit on anybody, but I would bet money this is a Cody Rhodes idea oh, because I, I think so. Yeah, he hasn't shown me much as an executive. Nothing against Cody Rhodes as an executive, he hasn't impressed me, and so. My guess is it's probably his idea, corporate pandering. But Number how, two. How can we tell what they've done individually as executives? Like, we don't know what they've contributed. Uh, I, can, I can kind of see fingerprints. I can kind of gauge certain, certain ideas, and I can kind of see that sounds like a Tony Khan one. That sounds like a Cody Rhodes one. I just kind of, it's a feel. Well, for me, it's like, just when, whenever I ask, I mean, I try to find out who contributed what and all that. Yeah. And the funny thing is Chris Jericho contributes quite a bit. As well, and he's not an EVP, but it's hard for me to really decipher until I get somebody that say, "Oh, that was Tony's idea," or "Tony pushed yeah. for this," or "Kenny pushed for that." I'm just speculating, but okay. uh, but but that's number one. Number two, the finals are scheduled for pay per view, not TNT. Yeah, and so that's stupid right out of the gate. It's, it's the TNT championship where the finals are on pay per view. That's really dumb. Number three, there's no guarantee they're going to be on uh, on TNT forever. Yeah, and it's funny because I use DAZN as an example. What happens, like, say, five years down the road? Not saying it would, but let's say five years down the road, DAZN, DAZN throws a bunch of money at AEW. Are they going to then rechristen it the DAZN Championship? I hope not. But I'm I, just saying. I'm just I, saying they're pigeonholing themselves. I, I understand what you mean. I'm willing to see where it goes, and the reason why. And I, of course, I get people, and I'm not even going to throw the glasses back on. You're in the pocket for AEW. No, AEW hasn't really given me a track record in which I can point at and say, they don't listen, they're not going to fix this, yada, yada. Nightmare Collective sucked and they killed it. Yep. And, and that's happened multiple times. There have been characters that sucked and they changed it. So they don't have the proven track record of fumbling everything yet. And whenever a new Impact regime comes in, I give them a benefit of the doubt too. But... I'm willing to see about it. I understand them not wanting to call it the TV title because NWA and Ring of Honor have them. And right now, it's like, what titles are there? U.S., Intercontinental, 
TV title, North American title, the pure title. So them doing something different, I'm I'm okay with. Um, I would be much more okay with it if they used the old TNT logo. I don't know if you saw that hilariously crude mock-up I did on Twitter. No. Where, where I put the yellow and red TNT logo in the, the center plate of the AEW title. I'm ready for did. it. I do like them doing another championship, and to me, immediately it should be put on a main event guy. Immediately. Out of the gate, main event guy, let the world know that this isn't a secondary championship. And I do like that Cody Rhodes has always said, whenever asked about this, he's like, whoa, 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 wait. I don't like that term. Because once you use that term, anybody uses that term, it's pigeonholed as that, or people will view it as that. Now, we, we have talked, and I've got a, a retro review coming up in May for ECW Month. Rob Van Dam once made the television title right up there with the ECW title. People tuned yeah. in to watch that. We saw Nakamura <laughs> with the Intercontinental title in Japan get it to the point to where the people voted for it to be the main event of Wrestle Kingdom over the world title. Like, it can happen. And I think it can happen, especially here, considering that Cody Rhodes can't win the other one right now. Yeah, I think I think Cody's probably going to be the first champion. Yeah. I'd be surprised if he isn't. But there's a promo that I remember from Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, it was back, you know, when they did the the things backstage uh, on WWF television with the blue screen. Yeah. Uh, and it was when they were turning him babyface, and he was going to be challenging. I don't know if it was on Saturday Night's main event. He was going to be challenging Macho Man Randy Savage for the Intercontinental Championship. I will never forget this promo, and I don't know if you can find it on YouTube, mm -hmm. but the reason I remember it is because the commentator, I can't remember if it was Ken Resnick or if it was uh, Gene Oakland, but they said to him, why? Why are why do you want this match with Randy Savage? And Jake the, Jake the Snake Roberts said, he said, the Intercontinental Championship is on my mind because when you have that, Hogan is right there. You can have him whenever you want. Yeah. And Hogan was the WWF champion. And I've always remembered that because back in the day, that's what the IC title was. The IC title back in the day when rankings meant something meant that you were the number one contender for the was WWF it? I championship. I thought that was always the US title. I What's that? that was, I thought that was always the WCW US title. Like they would mention, oh, you're number one contender, yada, yada. I don't. I never remember. Well, them I'm, saying I'm that. thinking about like the magazines sure. and stuff like oh, that. Sure, yeah, yeah. They always did it, but I always remembered Jake's uh, Roberts promo. And again, I don't know if you can find it on YouTube, but that's what he said. Yeah. He said, "I want the match because that title means I got Hogan whenever I want him." And uh, I always remembered that. And uh, so, if, if uh, AEW can kind of use that title in that realm, mm -hmm. I'm totally cool with it. Hate the name, despise the name. Yeah, very short, very short sighted. No thought went into it at all. I would bet money it was a Cody Rhodes decision, and uh, I hate it. But uh, open, but I but I, I love seeing, the idea of a secondary title. I'm open to seeing how it goes. We have a, a couple super chats to read, uh, and somebody asked about trivia. We are going to try to do trivia as long as YouTube doesn't take exception with it. Uh, the the idea is you all go and donate a five dollar super chat on the trivia YouTube page. Uh, it's posted on Fightful. It's posted all over my Twitter. You let me know once you've signed up, and the way that Denise and I are going to do it, we're going to read them off. It'll be speed-based. Whoever gets the answer first gets a point. Whoever gets the most points at the end wins, and they take home half. Rob Wilkins says, Jimmy, do you think NHL returns this year? Yes. 
I do too. Yes. I think I think not gonna, all- it's not going to be till uh, July or August. I think that they might have to scrap a lot of the remaining games of the regular season. Playoffs. But yes. Straight up playoffs is what I would Maybe. Do. I mean, that's not fair to the teams on the cusp because some teams have played a couple more games than others. Yeah, fair. So, but uh, yeah, I do think that they're going to return. Well, Jimmy, I think it's probably time for your favorite segment. So we got to go, you know. Song and just goes on and on. Do you want to sing it? You might find some meaning, might you any wrong. There you go. Don't I do more? Isn't there more to it than that? I mean, why do we need more than that? Uh, you know what? We're going to get copyright claim from our own page. It's not about wrestling at all. This used to be WWE's weekly usage of stupid nicknames, which we did hoping they'd stop giving wrestlers lame names. But it didn't work, so we gave up. In the new segment, we came up with this stupid people, stupid people, stupid people. See, you missed like two or three lines of it, Sean. I sang a completely different song, Jimmy. What song did you do? I did the OG Stupid People song. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. Maybe maybe next week, you know, maybe you can practice a little bit. You can rehearse. And then maybe next week you can uh, you can hit that song and then I don't need to play the video again. I've been doing a lot of concerts lately. I did The List Goes On last week. I sang uh, that Marky Mark song a while back to Denise. It's good times. So this is going to be the Coronavirus Edition Part 2. Uh, and I'm going to keep doing these because idiots need to learn that if you keep defying gathering orders, because I get it, people are, are stir crazy and they're sick of being at home. But if you keep defying these orders, you're going to make all of us have to stay home even longer. So stop being an idiot. And this is why this is why this is coronavirus edition part two. You might have heard of some of these because some of these uh, uh, went mainstream, but I'm going to tell them anyway. So this first one, this is reported by NBC News on March 29. This one's pretty crazy. So a group of residents who live on an island off uh, the coast of Maine, you know, in the state of Maine, Mm -hmm. they cut down a tree and they dragged it onto a roadway to prevent a house full of roommates from going out because the residents thought that the roommates were supposed to be in quarantine because they had arrived from out of state. Right. Yeah. So they took it upon themselves, cut down a tree, dragged it in the middle of the road, so that the so that the roommates couldn't go anywhere. One of the roommates left their house because they wanted to go check on their cable service. I guess it had been disrupted, so they left their house <laughs> they to go check on it. Tree through it. <laughs> they came across the no. So the, so one of the roommates he comes across the tree. Right. He gets out of the car to to check on it. The residents came out of their homes, surrounded the guy. Some of them pulled guns on him. Yeah. Uh, that so. He fled the scene. He went home. He told his roommates. One of his roommates had a drone. This is all true, by the way. I got to get a drone. One of the residents got a drone, or one of the roommates, and he actually used the drone to keep an eye on the residents because the residents were gathering outside their house. Mm -hmm. So he used the drone. Finally, they called cops. Cops came around. As it turned out, and this again goes back to people just don't know enough and and whatever, those roommates had been out of state. But they had arrived home a month prior to them dragging the cutting down the tree, meaning they were well past the 14 day quarantine. Uh, And it just so happened those people just didn't know any of that. They just didn't know. Oh, my God. No word if if any of them faced charges because technically they were infringing on another person's free movement, which is against the law. But that's what they did. Can you imagine? Cut down a tree and they pulled guns on them, Sean. Yeah, I can believe it. I can fully believe it, Jimmy. America. 
What can you say? Yeah, I I can. I live in Kentucky, so yeah. I, yes. This next one, I know you heard about this one. Okay. Uh, I've I've got two stories put into one. So this was reported by both WMTV out of Madison, Wisconsin, and TMZ. Uh, on March 18 and March 29, respectively. So I don't want to talk politics, and I don't want to talk religion. But some of these churches, Sean, and some some of these pastors out there, they feast on those who are easily manipulated. They feast on those who they, they want to believe in something. They want to turn to something, you know, for their faith. And some of these pastors feast on that. There's a pastor in Louisiana. He is His name is Reverend Tony Spell. And he has been defying government orders by welcoming hundreds of people into his church. There's another pastor uh, in Tampa. His name is Rodney Howard Brown. He was continuing to pack his megachurch that he has. Reverend Spell said, quote, the virus we believe is politically motivated. We hold our religious rights dear and we are going to assemble no matter what someone says. Yeah, there, there's, and there's a guy locally who's. Who was still doing that as of a couple of a couple of weeks ago? And when I messaged him privately, he's like, "Oh, it was just like thirty or forty people." And I'm like, "Man, you don't realize how dumb that is." But you yes. will when I shove my foot up your asshole <laughs> and then turn sideways. Oh, that's cute. Don't you turn it sideways first, then no, you shove no, it up? No, 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 no. I want to shove it up his ass, oh. then I turn it sideways, and then ah. my foot will break off in his ass. And that's and, what you want. Uh, yeah, I will have to get a new foot. But it, it it will be worth it. Are you sure? It'll be worth it. Like Jimmy, you know how you see things and they're nine dollars and ninety nine cents, and if they're good, you're like that's nine dollars. Yes. But if they're bad, you're like eh, ten dollars. Yeah. That would be nine dollars to me. It's like it costs nine ninety nine, but that's nine dollars to me. Losing my foot uh-huh. to break it off in this dude's ass. Yeah. So anyway, the other uh, pastor, the guy in Florida, uh, Reverend Howard Brown, he took things a step further. He claimed that they were going to cure the coronavirus. He claimed that he supposedly cured Zika. And this is a quote from this guy. He said, we brought in 13 machines that basically kill every virus in the place. If somebody walks through the door, it kills everything on them. If they sneeze, it shoots it down at 100 miles per hour. It'll neutralize it in split seconds. We have the most sterile building in all of America. This guy, he's something else. So the good news is that Mr. Howard Brennan at Tampa, he got arrested on March 30th. <laughs> yeah, and he was booked for unlawful assembly and for violating health and safety rules. So we'll see if he uh, puts an end to his little bullshit. I'll tell you my story but, about going to a Pentecostal church once behind the paywall, and the list goes on, Jimmy. I also have a story about a pastor. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll, I will tell it as well on Faithful Select. Maybe okay. I'll do that. Okay. You and I will put them together into one article. Yeah, that way we can – if we're going to lose viewers, they'll at least be ones that give us their hard-earned money every month. There you go. Well, <laughs> mine is nothing to do with religion. Religion has nothing to do yeah, with it. fair. I don't, it's, just, it's, it's just some pastor being an asshole. To be fair, you know? I don't think mine is about religion either. Hope not. You better run it by me before you show it just in <sighs> it's case. It's not that controversial. Uh, and uh, and super, <laughs> chat con- super chat contests aren't happening either, just so you yeah. know. This last one, this was reported by the Associated Press on March 24. Uh, oh, this is this people, Sean. People! Yeah. That's all I got to say. Back on March 20, the Okeechobee County, Florida government had an emergency public meeting about the coronavirus. You got that? It's called Okeechobee County. During that meeting, the county commissioner, his name is Bryant Culpepper, 
try to picture this, Sean. They're doing an actual council meeting, like a real council meeting. And the uh, county commissioner, Bryant Culpepper, he's sitting up there, you know, when they have the long table. And he's sitting up there. He suggested that breathing in the heat from a hair dryer would kill the coronavirus. So he actually told the people that, that gathered at the meeting, ah, just breathe in the, the heat from a hair dryer and it'll kill it. As he was, as he was saying it, because I saw the clip, as he was saying it, there was another woman, another government official sitting up at the table with him. And as he's saying it, she went like this, Sean. She went like that. Cause she knew he was an idiot and she knew that what he said was bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, people, you know, obviously had a problem with that. There was a lot of heat that came out of it. And, uh, yeah, literally. Yeah. So he's apologizing for his comments now. You know how he heard about that, Sean, about this hairdryer thing? How? It was just from some YouTube video somebody put up that went viral. Oh, God, and, and, stop getting their news from memes and shit. Yes. Man. This government official bought it. He believed what he saw in a YouTube video that somebody made. He believed that. This is part of the problem. So, uh, so here, here was a, a, his apology. This is what he said. Quote, I was only trying to give comfort to those in Okeechobee who have no insurance to treat their families. That'll do it. That's how you help them, by telling them about a video you saw on YouTube. That'll do it. That pisses me off. That's uh, like these are the people that are running. Yep. Dang. Oh, my God. I got one more thing for you, uh, and, and then let me just say this. So after this, go to FightfulSelect.com. We're going to talk more about Brody Lee and Matt Hardy in AEW. We're going to talk about Ronda Rousey. We're going to talk about that Montez Ford bump. We're going to talk about MLW, and I might say a few things about Teddy Hart. So, Oh, uh, oh man. FightfulSelect.com. List goes on. Check that out. Last thing I want to talk about, I forgot to talk about this last week because we were going to and I just forgot. That's the Vice uh, Dark Side of the Ring mm-hmm. documentary about Chris Benoit. I watched it and uh, there's one thing I wanted to say about this documentary. This was the first time that I can recall publicly since the tragedy happened that anybody publicly has spoke fondly about Chris Benoit. I can't remember since this tragedy happened that anybody publicly uh, has said things about Chris Benoit. You had Dean Malenko, Chavo Guerrero, Chris Jericho, Vicky Guerrero. All of them acknowledged, yes, what he did was deplorable and he should not be in the Hall of Fame. But they loved and missed their friend and they believed that he was one of the best ever in the ring. And they publicly said that. On this documentary, Chris Jericho, as a matter of fact, here's a quote from Chris Jericho. He said, if you're going to say I'm glorifying a murderer, stop listening now. Jericho said that because, again, they're they're not going to defend what he did. Yeah. But but they just wanted to make it clear. He was one of my best friends. I loved him and I miss him. Uh, and again, publicly, I can't recall seeing that in a very long time. Something else Jericho said that I think uh, I, I agree with. He said that one of the shitty things about this is that Nancy Benoit is getting the short end of the stick in life and in death yeah. because she should be in the Hall of Fame for her wrestling accomplishments as one of the first female valets. And she's never going to be because of what happened to her and, yep. and because her last name was Benoit. And uh, and so that's a shitty thing for her. And then one side note I wanted to mention, you know how they would do those shots, body double shots that would be blurry where they would have somebody in the ring and then that's supposed to be Benoit, yes. you know, uh, Chris Benoit was played by Tyson Dukes in those. And I know Tyson Dukes. He's an Ontario wrestler in, in Ontario, Canada. He's been around a long time. I used to book him for shows back in the day. He got a lot of uh, dark matches with WCW and with WWE. And I, he might have done some stuff in Impact as well, I think. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, 
and uh, and so yeah, he he portrayed Chris Benoit as the body double, and so I just kind of wanted to mention that. I loved it. I loved last night's episode. I'm going to uh, do a special review of some of the Dark Side of the Ring stuff on Select and uh, I think WWE Untold. I'm going to do that as supplemental content, so make sure you guys check it out. Michelle Haskins sent in a super chat and said, a better name for the TNT title, the U.S. TV title. I think when you regionalize it, it huh. immediately takes it down a notch. And I agree. I don't I, do that. I agree because like they, they want to hit Canada and the U.K. at some point. Yes. So I guess that means you can't have that belt on those shows. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I I don't like it. I think they – I mean to be quite frank, uh, I understand TV title is out there already. But if it were me, I probably still would have gone with that because I would look at it like, yeah, but the NWA and Ring of Honor are below us kind of thing. Uh, and I wouldn't worry about what anybody else is doing. Cody Rhodes is all about bringing back what the NWA did. And so – I probably would have gone with the TV title and maybe even had a design inspired by the old NWA TV title. Yeah. But it is what it is. I just think it's a really stupid name. Well, guys, leave a thumbs up. That helps us out. Subscribe. Tap that bell for notifications. Tweet at Team YouTube. Tell them that you think they are being ridiculous. But remember, Fightful.com is the place where you can go to get all of our shows. We are here live right after WrestleMania, Saturday and Sunday night. YouTube will not tell you that. Go to Fightful.com. That is where you go. I have a lot of people that always ask, is it better for me to watch on YouTube or on Fightful? It's always better to watch on Fightful because then you develop that habit. But thank you guys so much. We are on Fightful Select right after this. The list goes on. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.